Hello everyone. This is Dr. Matthew Cherian and welcome to this week's message for the Friday evening Bible study. So here is another Friday, another evening to think about the goodness of God even as we go through a time which probably could be considered as one of the worst that most people around the world has ever experienced so technically the question that we ask ourselves is god when is this ever going to end does this truly mean that you are in control will i actually benefit out of this in any way or am i in the midst of a chaos which is totally out of control so let's continue with our bible study from the book of genesis so today we would focus on genesis chapter 37 and chapter 38 so 37 starts with the story of jacob and his love for his son joseph now joseph was rachel's son and he was the 11th son of jacob now technically the last son would be born to rachel benjamin and she would die after that but at this point of time joseph is already a young boy and his father had this partiality if you may call towards him that he would publicly show that he loved him more than the others to the extent he would buy him a beautiful multicolored robe which invariably raised envy among the other brothers to the extent they would start hating him now that looks really bad it looks like how can a father ever do that but we'd be surprised even god uses these for his glory and to fulfill his purposes in time so as we come down in verse 5 we find now it's the turn of joseph to act stupid in verse 5 joseph sees a dream in the dream he says that he saw several sheep in the field bowing down to him who stood as the biggest sheaf in the center and he would tell his brothers that there were 10 sheaves that were bowing down to him obviously this would only irritated the brothers even more and if things were not bad enough he sees another dream where he is standing and 11 stars bow down to him along with that the sun and the moon bow down to him and this he tells his father and his brothers it looks childish it looks a uh, pretty immature for somebody to talk such things to a family where the brother brothers are already not too happy with him <clears throat> but we will see that all this achieved one thing and that one thing was intense dislike for joseph by his brothers but the truth also is that the story had to unfold and god's purposes had to be fulfilled and the only way it could be fulfilled 
was if the brothers hated him. I know it sounds so crazy, but I just want to let you know, even when things seem to be going in a pretty chaotic condition, I want you to remember and understand that God can change everything and God is still in absolute control. So here is the boy who was like a prince, son of an extremely rich man, now going out to seek and find his brothers because they were actually looking after the sheep of Jacob, which were in hundreds and thousands. Now the Bible says that in verse 18 of chapter 37, that they saw him from far and wanted to kill him. So as this young boy was walking down, it was very easy to notice him, primarily because of that coat, which was had multiple colors and probably nobody had a coat that was as beautiful or as outstanding uh, as the one that Joseph was wearing. Reuben, the eldest son, is not happy about the fact these brothers want to kill him. So tells, let's put him in a pit. Could cut a long story short, very soon he sold as a slave in Potiphar's house. Verse 36 says, and he is sold to Potiphar's house. I want you to understand the story of this young man. The young lad who was the favorite of his father, loved by his father, obviously cared for because they would have had no wants. His father was so well off. And in Genesis chapter 37 and verse 36, we find that he now ends as a slave. Verse 39, chapter 39 in verse 2 starts with a verse, and the Lord was with Joseph, and whatever he did profited. Do you know that God doesn't reveal himself or doesn't tell us that God was with Joseph when he was happy in his father's house? when he had plenty, when he had no difficulties. It's an amazing fact that often you experience the goodness of God when you go through difficult times. I want you to think of Hagar. She was a slave woman, living a reasonably good wife, now becomes pregnant with Abraham's child, and then she's sent out into the desert to die. And the Bible tells, and God was with Hagar. And he speaks to Hagar and tells her to go back. Again, Hagar and Ishmael are all alone. And again, God comes and meets Hagar. We found sometime back that when Abraham leaves his home, leaves Lot and God visits Abraham. We find again when Jacob leaves everything and is on his way to meet Laban, God reveals himself to, to Jacob. There is also a beautiful story in the New Testament of a young boy who is blind. Jesus heals him. Later on the Pharisees come and meet him and ask him who heals him. And that man tells that it is Jesus. There's an argument where this blind man tries to convince the Pharisees that Jesus is Lord. And the Pharisees throw him out of the city gate 
telling him who are you to teach us and the bible tells us that jesus goes and meets him and asks him do you know who heals you healed you and he says that 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 jesus often reveals himself for god often reveals himself not in the times of plenty not when everything is going good but it's in these moments that you have a greater opportunity of having an encounter with god so coming back to genesis chapter 39 the lord was with joseph when he was a slave in potiphar's house and he just so well that potiphar would give him everything because potiphar could see that god was with joseph and in verse 3 it says the master saw the lord was with him and in everything that he did because it prospered now we find again the story doesn't take a great turn as we go down the verses we find that in verse 20 joseph is back in prison now looks like an even worse situation because potiphar's wife would tell a lie would tell that joseph was trying to seduce her when the truth was exactly the opposite joseph could have felt terrible just when things looked like it was settling down he has another handicap but the great thing is for us to understand none of these are handicaps in a believer's life because god doesn't take us through experiences without a definite reason and here god was taking him through an experience to fulfill the purpose for which joseph was created and again joseph is in prison and if you open your bibles and read verse 21 of genesis 39 it says and the lord was with joseph every time when he's going through a difficult patch god is telling god was with joseph and he prospered in the prison and there were amazing things that he was doing which actually made the jailers in charge of joseph give complete charge of an area of prison to joseph today i do not know how you feel maybe your business looks like it's doing extremely bad maybe you wake up in the morning with dread maybe you feel that the amount of work you have to do at your house is so much more than you ever did before and you're feeling terribly low about it maybe the lack of work or lack of not going to work itself is depressing you but i want you to understand that god is telling i am with you provided you're giving your life to jesus christ romans 8:28 says that all things work out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes you and i have to believe this that this is for my good this is for my good actually if you see in james chapter 1 and verse 2 it says consider it pure joy my brothers when you go through difficult trials because when you go through it you develop patience or perseverance and when your patience is perfected god says you will lack nothing so god is saying i want you to understand 
This is so that you will lack nothing. This is for you to learn to trust me a lot more. This is for you to know me better. This is for you, for me to, to spend time with you because normally you and I are so busy, we don't even seem to have time to talk to God. And God is saying, let me spend time to you that I can speak to you about the future and hope that I have got. At this point, I would just like you to open your Bible to Psalms 139. I want you today to see the promise that God has in 139. In chapter 139 and verse 7 it says, Where can I go from thy spirit? Or where can I flee from thy presence? If I ascend to heaven, thou art. If I make my bed in Shoal, thou art there. What is Shoal? It is in the depth of the sea. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost part of the sea, you are there. It says, if I go to the heavens, you are there. If I go to hell, I am there. God is there with you. If I go into the uttermost parts of the sea, even there you are there with me. Verse 10, even there the hand shall lead me and the right hand shall hold me. If I say, let only darkness cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to thee and the night is bright as day, for the darkness is as light with thee. I just want you to understand what's God saying. I do not know what state you are right now, but I am with you. Do you feel this morning or do you feel today that you are in the depth of hell? Or do you feel excited that you're in heaven? Or do you feel like you're forsaken, you're right in the center of the sea with nobody around you? And God says, I am there with you and I have not forsaken you and I have not forgotten you and I'm still working in you so that I can make you into something beautiful. Verse 13, For thou didst form my inward parts, thou didst knit me together in my mother's womb, I praise thee for thou art fearful and wonderful and wonderful are thy works. Thou knew me right well. My frame was not hidden from thee when I was being made in secret. Intricately wrought in the depths of the earth, the eyes beheld my unformed substance. In thy book were written every one of them the days that were formed for me when there was none of them. How wonderful is this? God is saying, I knew you before you were created. I knew you before you were formed. I knew you before you were even conceived. And even at that time, I had numbered your days. Are you scared that this virus is going to kill you? Are you scared this is going to be a disaster in your life? God says, look, Even before you were born, every single second of your life was already planned by me. And God is trying to make you and me understand, and I will fulfill it this in your life, provided you are giving your life to me. Even if you are faithless, we talked about it last time. Jacob was terrified, he got so scared, he thought that Esau is going to come and kill him. But did that change anything? No. 
except for the fact that Esau had some sleepless nights but God's purposes would get fulfilled Zechariah had a problem he wouldn't believe that he could have a child God made him dumb but did God's purpose disappear no he still had a son called John the Baptist who would preach except that he was dumb for that period of time the word of god says even when you're faithless god continues to be faithful today i want you to be encouraged by this fact that god knew you before you were born before your father knew you before your mother knew you before anybody knew you he knew you he knitted you he knew your unformed substance and he had numbered your days and my days and he had planned something extraordinary for you joseph would go into the pit before he could be raised to become the prince of egypt Joseph had to go through some crazy times to experience God in his life. Before that, Jacob was a absolutely casual young boy boasting about the dreams he had, not even realizing that this was irritating his brothers, but it was in Egypt, away from everyone. in the loneliness of potiphar's house that he would realize that something was amazing about his life that whatever he touched was blessed he had to go down to a dungeon to know that whatever he touched even in the dungeon was a blessing psalms 139 whether you are in potiphar's house the spirit of god was with him when he went into the dungeon the spirit of god was with him when he would be raised up from there to become the prince of egypt the prince of god was with him and today he's telling us the same thing whether you feel you are in hell in shoal god's presence is with you when you feel elated god's presence is with you if you feel lonely and deserted god's presence is with you and i want you to understand today and be encouraged in the fact that god knows every second of your life and jesus christ just says that even he number the hair on your body even things we do not know god knows god has created you and me to be a blessing god has created you and me for god's personality to be displayed in our life and i pray that when people look at us they can see an amazing power displayed in your life like joseph that people could look and say there is something amazing about this person there is so much of peace in this person which i do not see ask god to open your eyes that you can be a source of blessing during this time of crisis joseph was a blessing as a slave joseph was a blessing as a prisoner and god has called us to be a blessing in whatever situation you are right now this too will pass away in a couple of months of from now all these will pass away but i believe in faith that you and i will find this to be a blessing you and i will find something extraordinary after the end of this because the word of god promises us that all things work out for the good of those who love him and accord according to his purposes our days are numbered by the lord and god is taking us through this journey to fulfill what he has planned for us so i want you to rejoice this night and say father i want to thank you I want to thank you Lord Jesus you are in total control and this will be a blessing for me so that I can be a blessing for others in Jesus name amen